welcome back to Scott Scoop Unsolved. I'm Naya. I'm Melina. And in this episode, we will be talking about one of the most mysterious murder cases over the past couple years that have happened in San Francisco, and that is the murder of Brian Egg, who was found dead in a fish tank in his home. Later in this episode, we will be discussing our opinions and what may have happened in the case with junior Megan Wong. Brian Egg was 65 years old when he was last seen in his home in May of 2018. According to Guardian News, he was a former bartender at a gay bar called The Stud. Later in the same summer, neighbors were wondering where he was because he was no longer walking past their houses and caring for the neighborhood plans. They called the police, but nothing really came out of it. Neighbors also saw some suspicious people appearing to be homeless coming to and from his home. In August, neighbors also saw an unknown man washing the floors of his house and they used an insane amount of chemicals that was seeping out and it smelled very strongly of bleach. The very next day, a biohazard crime scene cleanup company pulled up next to the house and they called the police again. And this time the police actually came out and searched the home after months of the neighbors trying to get their attention and they discovered Egg's decomposing torso in a fish tank in a small room that the and the door of the small room was covered by a painting and the tank was full of chemicals and they did not find his head or his arms but his the rest of his torso was there through dna testing they determined that it was brian egg and according to the autopsy report from the sf chronicle he was killed by blunt force trauma before he was in the tank And after finding the remains, the police arrested two people on charges of homicide, fraud, theft, identity theft, and elder abuse. The two men were Michael Silva and Robert McCaffrey, and they were said to be living in the home of Brian Egg. However, all of their charges were dropped later due to there was not enough information to press charges. The San Francisco and the whole Bay Area is left wondering was this a murder or not? Because it hasn't been touched or solved in three years. So in this segment, we will be talking about our opinions with junior Megan Wong. And Megan, we've told you a little bit about the case and kind of what happened, basically all the details. So what do you think about it? I think it's very suspicious because there's a lot of missing information. And also, like, why are there tons of people just going in and out of his house? Yeah. And I'm still wondering what came out of, like, the homeless people. Like, what did the police find out about them and what they knew about the tank and the room? Yeah, because there wasn't much about it other than that he would offer his home up to homeless people and, like, help them. You know, which makes him seem like a really nice guy and he would like care for like the neighborhood plants and like walk his dog. And then, you know, he was just found dead in a fish tank. Like, yeah, it's wait, just so strange and out of the blue, which I think what makes this so like weird. Wait, so his his family, they didn't do anything like when he was found missing? Not not that we've heard. I mean, there's a little bit about the brother, but a lot of it wasn't confirmed. I guess I was older, you know, so he was six he was sixty-five. Yeah. So I mean maybe he didn't have much family left. You know, like maybe there wasn't I wouldn't say left, but like that, but like he maybe he didn't have a lot of family or like wasn't in contact with them. Which is sad. But like also why didn't the police like check his house? Because that's like the first place 
anyone would check. Yeah, I mean, or maybe they just didn't do it like extensively enough or mm-hmm. something. But yeah, I, because the neighbors were calling in like to do like a wellness check and like check his house because he's been missing for a while for mm-hmm. like, a couple months. And they didn't really do much about it. I mean, it, it like the police are spread pretty thin in San Francisco, you know, because they're like there's a lot of crime already. So yeah. I think maybe they didn't get to it for a while, but still, like, it's, like, you know, like, there's a missing guy. Like, you could send, like, at least, like, two officers out there maybe just to check his house, but hmm. they didn't, which is confusing. But I don't even know how this would come about because he just seems like such, like, a nice guy. I mean, it was, like, yeah. like do, do you guys think it was planned or, like, accidental? I'm leaning towards accidental because it, it just doesn't seem like it was, like, meticulously planned when they, like, there's a bunch of chemicals in the tank Mm -hmm. and also like the neighbors um reports on him saying how like such a community person he is Mm -hmm. it'd be really hard for people to not notice that something is wrong so why would he become like a target and also like it seems like from what the neighbors said like his personality like why would someone come for him but yeah. also, if he's, like, more well-known in the community, then more people are going to know him, the more people there are that are possible that dislike him. Because if oh, yeah. you're more just, like, a quiet person, then no one's going to really know anything about you to, like, specifically dislike you. And if more people know him and the things that he does for, like, the community, more people can, like, there's just more information that's public about him that people can get to, to use against him. And also, wait, if... People know that he has people stay at his house if they're homeless, then they could just use that against him and use it to to get into his house to kill him. And also the chemicals part and the cleaning up part, I feel like you have to at least have some plan for that to happen so thoroughly because Mm -hmm. there was like no fingerprints or anything. Yeah. So like if you have a team to do that, then I feel like you can't just... Well, you probably could in three weeks, but... the Okay, he was missing for, like, three months and people were coming in and out of his house. And then when the hazmat cleanup team came, the police came the next day and found his body. I was saying earlier that I think it could have been someone was, uh like, under police watch or something, or they just couldn't get in trouble, maybe, and that's why they, they called also- in, like, the cleaning team. It could have been, like, someone who was on the street or something that came into his house and everything because he was trying to help him. Mm-hmm. But then they wanted to, like, have the house from themselves or, like, they were mentally ill or something. So mm-hmm. they murdered him maybe on accident or on purpose because they were, like, envious of what he yeah. had. Oh, or yeah. because if they are not like mentally healthy then they could have been more violent or just like because a lot of people like that are um homeless if you like try to help them some of them are going to deny your help and they're going to like see it as like pity and they don't want to be pitied so they just get angry towards you so that could have been like what could have happened and then it could have just been on accident yeah i also forgot to mention um He died from blunt force trauma before he was put into the tank. So there could have been like some sort of like altercation there. 
Yeah, I think Megan, I feel like you're kind of onto something there because like I kind of, I agree with you. I feel like either it was it was like kind of probably more accidental just based on like the manner which they found the body and he was killed like with the blunt force trauma and stuff. But yeah, I think like the homeless population in San Francisco, I would say major majority of them have drug abuse problems. Mm-hmm which causes them to be irrational and more mentally ill if they already are mentally ill. So there could have been an altercation where a homeless guy was, you know, doing drugs and not in the best mental state and then went into his house and accidentally killed him. And then they kind of, there could have been maybe multiple of them and that's how they kind of got the whole that's kind of how they got the whole thing together with like the cleanup team and all and like the the bleach and them cleaning out the house because they're like okay we did a big crime but we can't get caught wait they didn't find out who the people who cleaned out the house was right no Mm. i have i just had a thought if if it could have been someone who was like living in his house because their situation wasn't good how would they have like the resources to get a whole cleaning team? That's true. I mean, let's say no someone with money. They could. That's true. But like if if someone was homeless, I don't feel like they'd get a whole like cleaning team to clean up. Maybe it could have been like a community like before when they were on the streets, like they probably like stayed in the same area. So, like, they knew probably other people that, like, they probably had connections. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, because yeah, there's there's a lot of people in those homeless encampments. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, how I... It was, like, a long time for them to be able to form a crew. Yeah, and I mean, they did have a little bit of time, but, I mean... Could have been also, could have been, like, bribery or something. Cause yeah, then, like someone like had like a hit on him but like why you know like what that's just like confusing like why what would he have done because he doesn't he was just a normal guy you know like and this this and then he was just dead but i mean i i don't did did any of you guys read native son no okay um because spoilers in the book the main character bigger he kills this rich white girl um by accident and he suffocates her and then he's like oh gosh i just killed this girl right Mm -hmm. and then he has to hide the evidence and Mm -hmm. he does so by cutting her head off and putting her body in a furnace so it's like that's where i feel like it's for me leaning more towards accidental because i'm like okay he doesn't have a head the the egg was thrown without a head in a fish tank full of chemicals so it's like in in a way it's kind of ringing a bell in my mind but I mean that's what's made me think it was accidental but either way even if it was on purpose or or accidental it's just tragic like for for like you know the maybe the little family like he has like his family like he's just gone and there's no explanation like Mm -hmm. at all and they there's no closure and there's like no no one even like there's no charges against anyone because they all got like let go because there wasn't enough evidence which mm-hmm. crazy thank you for coming on our podcast megan we You're appreciate it uh this concludes this episode of scott's group unsolved and thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you in the next one bye, bye.